Second Kings chapter 2 and verse number 9 reads like this. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Welcome to Double Portion Podcast. Aggravating circumstances in my life. And we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Double Portion Podcast with our host, Bishop Elder, and our co-hosts, Brother Elder and Brother Elder, and our producer, Brother Pound, keeping us in line. Yes. Here we are. Burning. That's right. So, we're coming out of Passing the Torch Conference 2000. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Comes after twenty twenty. Yes, sir. Here we are. Coming out of passing the torch two thousand and twenty one. And uh we're we had an incredible week. But before we get into this podcast, we want to we want to read a couple reviews. Uh awesome reviews. It says Love it already. Looking forward to the upcoming es- episodes. <laughs> Fire emoji. I like that one. Then we got one says, keep them coming. Throw down in Pueb Town. Pueb Town. That's what he says. I like it. That's what I'm talking about. God is good. <laughs> awesome podcast already. Excuse me. Then one says, love it. Love it. That one's shout out from Chicken Pox Daily. Chicken Pox Daily. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you need help, seek professional help. Yes. Chicken pox daily. <laughs> uh, with all joking aside, we love the reviews. We love it because uh, we get to get feedback from you guys. And you guys are the reason why we're here. Yes. Um, so review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh Google rubber band. I don't know if that's real, but anyway, we should make a podcast platform. Yep. Google Podcasts, all of those. YouTube. YouTube. And then InfoWars. We're looking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We are looking at we got a hundred and thirty followers on IG, man. We're coming up. Joe Rogan, we're coming for you, man. Yeah. Coming for you. He's worried. He's sweating. Yep. Well, that's okay. We're going to get there. And uh, so, write in, review us, send us questions. Write in, bro. Write in, man. (laughs) Text in. Text in. Whatever you got to do. DM in. Bishop, are you coming out of this? What an incredible week we had. Yes. I want to say thank you to all of you viewers for being a part of the Double Portion Podcast family. And we thank you for your time. 
we're going to try to make these even more apropos to our lives where they're beneficial for you to view and watch. But your loyalty to our podcast is very well received and very well appreciated. So we appreciate that. Uh, This session we're doing now, we want to talk about last week. You may hear this a year from now, but (laughs) last week was October 6, 7, and 8 of 2021, which was our Passing the Torch conference, commonly known by the kids as the Torch. And it was a tremendous, powerfully anointed time uh, here in Pueblo, Colorado. The the preaching was so anointed by God, and the music was just powerful. The worship was incredible. I often tell people that uh, CGC Pueblo, Passing the Torch Conference, we have the best mosh pits in Pentecost. You don't believe it coming come and worship with us yeah and uh friday night was fire it was just it was just incredible the worship the response of the people miracles that were taking place people receiving the holy ghost uh it just was just one of the most anointed conferences that i've been in in a long long time so thank you i want to say thank you to all of our sponsors that make passing the torch so uh, powerful the way that it is. And I know I'm using that word over and over, but for lack of a better word, it was just powerful. And uh, that's our operative word tonight. Dynamic. It was dynamically powerful. There we go. <laughs> and uh, um, we we want to thank all of our sponsors and all of you that showed up uh, last the last night, Friday night and Thursday night, we were just absolutely packed out people sitting in the mezzanine up over the platform people sitting clear into the vestibule people standing and uh we want to thank you for supporting this tremendous conference and uh and and coming out and being with us so let's do some recap and talk about a few things that were highlights jeff and mitch what were some of the highlights of of we can start first with uh, the preaching. Were there any messages that absolutely uh, just spoke to you in a very poignant way this week? I would say yes, all of them. <laughs> yes, they all were. I'm telling you, they were not exaggerating. They all no. were intr- intrinsically anointed. I did notice one of the reoccurring themes is that the sermons, not not all of them, but several of them did not directly use the text, but they dance around the text of when Jesus was both going into the wilderness and coming out of the wilderness and how he came out of the wilderness in power and might. I did pick up on that. <clears throat> One of the highlights for me was picking bobby pins off the floor. You don't, you don't go to too many conferences and in the cleanup, you got to pick up bobby pins. That was pretty cool to see. Yeah, that means there were some ladies that were shouting their hair down. That's not a common occurrence, unfortunately, too often anymore. No, but it is apostolic heritage. It is. No pun intended. We grew up um, seeing that in our church and thankful that it was here. 
But seriously, I, I mean, I, I know I said that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I'm telling you, every message was amazing. Um, I had to listen to the first message from my office. Um, but <clears throat> even in in that, I mean, just the power of God that was that was sweeping the congregation. And then, um, as we know, the congregation and the preacher are really a team in the message. The response to every sermon was incredible. And then every altar call, it was like a Holy Ghost atomic bomb exploded. That's one of the things that I noticed about this conference is the people that came, they didn't just come. You know, some conferences is just a cool place to show off your new suit, brag about your new name brand shoes and dress and and uh, and all of the people look wonderful here. But that wasn't the theme of the conference. There was a massive hunger to touch God and to receive from God and to become who God had called us to be. And I think that was a driving force of this con- uh, this conference this year was that you could just feel the hunger of these people to get close to God and to be who God called us to be. Another underlying theme, Mitchell, was the end times. We are living in the end times. And what I got out of it was that it is our responsibility. It was like the Holy Ghost was saying, throw off your entitlement mentality if you're going to be ready when I come back, then you have to prepare yourself. And, uh, I mean, every message from Pastor Shoemake the first night talking about how that we don't recognize who we are. His title was uh, Midnight Miracles. But talking about how that when we get to the place that we become so saturated and filled with the Holy Ghost that it begins to overflow in our lives. And we become who God calls us to be. And it literally not only conforms our life, but all of those that are affected by the anointing uh, because we have become who God has called us to be and allowing the Holy Ghost to flow out of us. And uh, and I know that God spoke to me in my message that I preached about buying for yourselves. Yep. Uh, let me say this, if you're listening and you were not here and you're not aware of it, I think you can view all of these uh, on HolyGhostRadio.com. I think YouTube. that he has them and Holy Ghost Radio YouTube. Yes. And also CGC Pueblo Live. Uh, you YouTube. can go there and all of those on messages YouTube. on YouTube, CGC Pueblo mm-hmm. Live on YouTube. And also you can go to uh, cgcpueblo.org, and they will be there as well. And if you have our app, we do have an app platform, uh, application platform for uh, Android and Apple, and that is CGC Pueblo, I believe. You can look it up, and uh, I still have it. In fact, I listen in my car all the time to many of the messages because God has blessed us to have incredible preachers. They, uh, as far as the podcast right now, they're doing the post-production. So once that's done, then they will be uploaded to our podcast as well. And also, uh, CGC Pueblo, CGC Pueblo podcast and the music was off the chain. 
yeah. hear me. And uh, it really was. It was very talented, but anointed. And we were careful when selecting musicians and stuff. We we understand there's tremendous talent in Pentecost, and we appreciate that. But we also want people that are dedicated uh, to this devotion, consecration, and to our truth. And so uh, uh, we, uh, just overall, it was magnificent. Um, Bishop Wilson's message needs to be heard by every woman in the world. Yeah. It was incredible how God used this man of God, revelatory, to teach women and empower them God's way. Yeah. It was so powerful. Yeah, that's true women's empowerment yes it they are god's people and it was just a i would encourage you i think the title of that message is the woman the serpent and the seed and it was just i would i know he just was he felt pressed for time there was really no time limit on my part and i'm the pastor here no, I wished I could have impressed him to just go on and on, but and there was an incredible move of the Holy Ghost when he finished. I, that's what amazed me. After every service, the altar services were just rocking. It was and, almost like it wasn't really finishing the sermon. It was like God saying, "Right now is the time." People, I don't even know that he really gave an altar call other than he called the musicians up, but people just moved. And that's when people knew it was time. Yeah. Brother Booker's message was along the same line, just an incredible uh, talking about how that uh, in in the dire situations, I can't remember uh, the the book of the Bible that he read his text out of. Uh, Nahum. Yes. Yeah. And talked about. Nahum chapter one. Uh, Nineveh. Yes. Which is a fascinating subject to me anyway. And uh, how that it's God's judgment on Nineveh, but right in the middle of that, he talked about how that God's people were to just he just said have a party, yeah, and uh, let's keep the party going, let's keep the party going. It's just and and then it, it was just incredible. Uh, and apostolic move of the Holy Ghost that night, yeah. I know I laid hands on a couple people and they received the Holy Ghost, they were not from our church. That I'm aware of. I don't know. There were so many people there. I don't know who was from where. The altars were just packed. And uh, so uh, that was an incredible message. And then Pastor Urshan, you know, just the same thing, keeping the cutting edge and uh, getting an incredible grip on these truths and how that we don't need to use borrowed tools. Right. Because... We won't have the, we will not have, we will not see the value of a borrowed tool like we see the ones that belong to us, that are given to us by God. One of the things that come to my mind as Brother Urshan was preaching, and and again, I encourage you, go watch or listen to these messages. They are just incredibly anointed by God. But um, the fact that... uh, there are generations of young people today that do not really have these truths by revelation from God and the importance 
of getting a grip on these truths, spending time with God till they become a part of us and how that God's kingdom is always on the on the ragged edge, the sharp edge of uh, it, it's not in the refined uh, world of of comfort, but it's right there when you are just on that ragged edge. And uh, it was just a wonderful message. You guys want to comment on any of this? Again, the underlying theme is buying in, getting it for yourself. The theme of the whole conference was nothing but the truth. And so as uh, a lot of these spoke very poignantly to young people, where we're living at right now, <coughs> what we're facing in the days ahead, <laughs> talking about all of these ideologies and... Uh, that we are going to be combating. And so if you can get your hands, young people, on these sermons, I mean, we can try to give you an overview of them, but until you get your hands on these sermons, get in a prayer room somewhere and get alone with God and let these revelatory truths get in your spirit. I mean, we talk about it all night long, but it's not going to, uh, take the place of hearing it for yourself. Yes, I encourage you. Uh, Holy Ghost Radio, YouTube, CGC Pueblo Live, YouTube, cgcpueblo.org. Uh, or if you have the CGC Pueblo app, um, these are just, in, they're going to be extremely valuable tools in your repertoire of faith. And I highly encourage you to go to them. Let's talk about just the 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 attendance because this year I noticed that there were a lot of new pastors here, a yeah. lot of new pastors that I didn't even know, and so evidently they are, you know, they're hearing and seeing, and and God has just blessed us, and I get excited because I love meeting new people and making new friends. Yeah. That's just a an, another wonderful part of God's family is even though you don't know somebody, when they're baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, you just feel a familial connection with them. And so I was very excited about all of the new pastors and their families yes, and, sir. and ministers and their families that were here this year. Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness? I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference? It's the things like that. The people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me. On the Restorers podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look at how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts. Um, as far as in our church, you know, we, we have been having Passing the Torch in our church building, which is new to us, other than when we first started and it was a local thing. Um, we've been having it in our church building for the last two years 
and the Friday night was the largest, by far the largest congregation that we've had. In the church. In the church. Yes. Not the largest one ever, but in the church. But, um, and then Friday night, the youth event afterward was the largest attendance. Really? We had uh, 135 kids. Oh, that's awesome. Which is really cool because that is showing that there's a lot of young blood there. That's coming to yeah. the conference, yes. They want to be a part, which is a cool plug for... Uh, Double portion, that's what double portion is, is that younger generation. Double portion is a part of passing the torch. Of course. This, this whole podcast, because we are we are trying to to communicate these truths and these wonder, this wonderful lifestyle to future generations. Yeah, this is, this is as, as many of you have heard in the first couple of podcasts, this is just a continuation of Bishop Elder's vision of reaching out to young people and even the the conference that we have double portion the experience it's just passing the torch for young people that's what it is it is the passing of the torch yes <laughs> and what are the dates to to that conference the dates to that are june the 22nd 23rd and 24th so that's wednesday june the 22nd of 20 the, uh, 2022 yes through the 4th through the 24th through the 24th of june yeah 2022 and you don't want to miss it um i know for sure we're gonna have three three night services um last year we had the elder service uh the elder speaking to the young people which was bishop and it was incredible last year so we haven't decided on the names yet uh bishop and I have talked a little bit about that, but um, I think we're going to do that again. The kids love that, just that uh, we we just had it. We broke it down and had a more intimate time there. But you don't want to miss it because that is the continuation of passing the torch. And uh, I think we're going to go into some uh, maybe some breakout sessions, talk about some real life stuff, um, get real about personal evangelism or even music or, you know, these things that enables kids to, or I say kids, I mean, they're young men and young ladies. Yeah. yeah. My age, young, young men, us is what I'm saying. Us kids. Generation X, Y, Z. (laughs) QRSTUV. Anyway, that it's going to be incredible. Um, in conjunction with that, we will explain double portion the experience conference. The young people do everything. Uh, the music last year was off the chain. We had Brother Robert Jeans on the bass, who's as good as anybody I know. Brother Isaac Williams on the drums. Brother Nate, uh, Brother Ethan Carricker, who is just as good as any organist I know on Pentecost. Amen. And then Brother Richard Oss, uh, he's just so awesome. Our music minister here, uh, Christian Growth Center, and it's and the music is powerful, the the worship is powerful, the preaching is powerful, and we we are already we we want you to stay tuned because in the next few days we will announce the speakers that we're looking at right now and 
can't announce them right now because we don't know if they can come yet right now. They're checking their schedules, but we're excited about that, which is still part of passing the torch. Um, the, the fellowship, the church, I just want to shout out to Christian Growth Center, Apostolic Faith Tabernacle, uh, and Christian Life Church, which is our sister church up in Greeley, Colorado, Evans, Colorado, and other sponsors and their churches that were here that they just plug in and the food was just phenomenal to all of the ministers and their families. Oh yeah. And, and the service, uh, I have not been in any conferences that are any more hospitable than what I observed this week. And it was just, it was just a tremendous conference overall. It was really cool to see that obviously as Christian Growth Center from its inception to now is now past more than one generation. And because of that, people have gone out in ministry from this church. And it was super awesome to see them come back and immediately they plugged right back Just in. Just plugged right we back in. singers yeah. from all over the country here that are from this church. We had people up with media from all over the country, people up with the sound. It was super cool to watch Christian Growth Center as it's, you know, as God's call is to go forth. They go out, but then when, when passing the torch and they were able to make it this year, they just plugged right back in. And you see, even though they've gone out, the body immediately reconnects and God's kingdom just keeps going forth. The CGC genetics is growing, and I'm thrilled about that. We're taking over the gene pool. Would love that. As long as we stay humble before God and embrace His truth and stay holy and, right. and be of the light to the world. Nothing, That's the important thing. Nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. That was our... That's a great song, by the way. I've heard that song somewhere. I think sometimes it plays on the end of our... I think that's the song right now, actually. On the no, that, that one he's playing on the end this week was "Bow Down." Oh, is it? Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get that one. Yeah, somebody somebody wrote some words about nothing but the truth. And yeah, I don't I don't remember it. It's not like I didn't hear it seven thousand times when they wrote it. Oh man! Speaking of, Men of Judah needs to do a new album. Yeah. Well, talk to Brother Williams about that. I, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm ready. I've told him several times we need to do this before I start sounding like an old man. But uh, 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 he's busy and we're busy. The truth. <laughs> Wait a minute, gentlemen. I need to take a drink of this Geritol. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Let's stay focused here. What what else about the torch you thought was was just incredible? Everything. <laughs> it really was. It was an incredible. Uh, the food was off the chain, too. One of my favorite things about passing the torch is just the fellowship. As soon as church is over, you know, whether you're with the young people and you're going to crash at Friday night, we all crash at the hotel and have a party after the youth event or going out to eat with people Thursday, Friday, Friday evening. And then also the for the minister, the ministry and their family that come getting to go to the gym and just the fellowship amongst the ministry of watching. One of the things that I, I admire greatly from my perspective of being obviously in the elder family. And so it's 
Bishop's Church, well, it's God's Church that Bishop pastors. And so these people come in, these speakers, great men of God come in. One thing that I notice while I'm around them at the night, at the uh, the gym, at the night dinners, is how approachable they are. And I always appreciate that to see great men of God there. They could be friends with somebody for 30 years, or it could be somebody that they've never met, but they're not opposed to just having somebody walk up to the table and shake their hand and talk to them. And I, I love seeing that. I love seeing how approachable they are and just the fellowship that goes on during Passing the Torch. It's amazing. One of the things about Passing the Torch that a lot of people don't know about are, are the meetings right here where we're doing this podcast in my office. And the elders will sit around and young men in the church come in and, and they talk. And I noticed that again this year. And and how that is so uh, influencing to the, uh, there's your word that's real popular today, how that is so influencing to these young men and these young ladies to see these men of God and these ladies of God that are that are approachable, like you said, Mitchell, and the, the just awesome conversations that we have right here that some of those young people will remember some of those conversations conversations for the rest of their life you know it will it they, they could be defining moments for them yeah when um you know we had to kind of cut short friday night because we had to go over and, and eat and while we were sitting there we were sitting me and brother mitchell were sitting with pastor jeremy wilbanks and uh he said we should have stayed there because we were you know we were discussing old time Pentecost and our heritage and 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 the genetics of revival, apostolic revival. <clears throat> and uh it was so incredible. And those kind of moments like that you'll never get them back, you know? And and you know, the men that we had in here Oh my goodness. Their connection with Pentecost clear back even before in the late 19th century, not 20th century, yeah. not 21st century, but the late 19th century <clears throat> is just amazing that God has given us insight into those uh, into those areas. And so that's one of the things about the torch that a lot of people don't see that goes on back here. It's accessible to anybody, but uh, they just don't know about it. But that is a huge foundational thing about the torch that make we it's another way that we are passing this gospel to the next generation it's just part of our tradition so incredible incredible uh conference this year yes um one one thing that me and brother mitchell talked about and observed was the fact that in one service, we had people from all different genres of Pentecost. Um, I mean, from all across the spectrum um, that you wouldn't normally see in, in one building. And I think that's incredible as a young man. Yeah. They, they love truth. They love the apostolic way. And that's what we're focused on. But uh, they were here, and I think that's incredible. 
I, I want to focus a little bit on Brother Wilson's message before we uh, uh, pass on this and, and close this session because I cannot stress the importance of, of apostolic sisters hearing this message or viewing it. I, it was so revelatory, talking about the, in, the enmity or the hatred between Satan and women and how that Satan connects the woman with the promised seed. As Paul said in the book of Galatians, he didn't say seeds, he said seed, which was a reference to Jesus Christ and his way and and so much of the way that Satan tries to alter the role of the woman and how God has elevated her and how the world is used by the devil to try to again redefine womanhood, power and influence in womanhood. And just as Satan did it with Eve in the garden, they trade out their real image of God for an alternative image that is so far from what God has called them to be. And when and when they do that, they lose that power. They lose that glory and that influence. And Satan knows that, and he laughs about it. Yeah. And and he thinks he's winning, but God has some incredible women in our day and age that are getting the revelation of who they are, and the ministry that they have in God, and the power and the influence that they have. And this. I would just encourage every young lady, every middle-aged lady, every, if you consider yourself old, I don't consider you old, but what, what, in whatever stage of life that you are, this message was so apropos to the ladies of our day and so empowering and so encouraging. I really encourage you to go listen to this message. Are you driven by a desire to create change? Dive into From Passion to Purpose, where we unlock the stories of nonprofit trailblazers. Get inspired as leaders share invaluable tips and transformative tales that empower you to make a lasting impact in your community. Tune in and ignite your passion into purpose today. Definitely. 100%. And last time I checked, I'm no lady, but it impacted me as well. Yes. yes. <laughs> My God. No, I'm serious. I I sat there in, in utter just awe as I listened as the Word of God came forth in such a powerful way, an articulate way, and... And then when when we got to the end, just the power of God. Oh, it's like an atomic explosion in this place. Good grief! An apostolic Holy Ghost explosion. And like you said, the world wants to marginalize the role of a woman in, and you know, which probably her greatest role is the role of motherhood. In just like the. The poem says, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. 
And so just the way that Bishop Wilson articulated that through the word of God was, you're, well, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I, I'm going back and listen to it tonight while Multiple I pack. Times. I've got a conference to preach next week. And while I'm packing tonight, I'm going to be listening to that message again. It was just, there was just too much to unpack yeah. and to unfold the manifold wisdom of God, many-folded wisdom of God. There's just so much there that I will go back over and over and keep gleaning and keep mining from that word from God. That's one of the beautiful things about technology. Technology a lot of times gets <clears throat> the blunt end of attacks because it's a, it's a two-edged sword that can be obviously can be a detriment. But one of the beauties of technology is the ability to because there's so many things being said in a sermon or even in a lecture or, or in teaching. And as the Word of God is being unfolded and the Word of God is going forth, there's so much being said it's impossible to comprehend and meditate on what's being said. The power of technology gives the ability to go get a cup of coffee and a notebook and a Bible and go sit down and just hit play and then hit pause and rewind and hit play. Until you begin to grasp the full revelation, the full scope of what's being said. Well, I will do that in all of these. Uh, there, were, there were some incredible concepts in all of these messages that uh, oh, are yeah. just invaluable. Yes. Shout out to Brother Richard. Love the new song that he wrote. That was yes. a, that was an awesome song. That's the first time I heard an it. Awesome song. I think it needs to be recorded. Yeah, I know it. I think. Are you listening, Kurt? <clears throat> I think something is in the works with that. So good. That's awesome. As we know, everything was incredible. And uh we just we just wanted to lay back a little bit in this episode and and pique your interest, put a little taste on your tongue. So you'll go back, not necessarily just because it's passing the torch. Obviously, um we're thankful for what God has done through Christian Growth Center and, and in no way are we trying to be lifted up in what happened this week, but it was an incredible move of God. And we've been around conferences our whole life. So it's not just it was just one of those weeks. It was on another level. But we want you to go and and unpack these truths and just get them in your spirit, in your soul, so that you can be empowered to change your world. And uh, another thing we tried to do, it didn't happen yet, and it's going to happen. We tried to collab with Brother Nathaniel Urshan, Pastor Nathaniel Urshan, with the Biblos Network. We tried to collab with him, and it didn't happen yet. So yeah, he's gonna... playing. He, he couldn't come in at the time that he wanted to. So we're working on remote collaboration with them. So you want to be ready for that because Biblos Network is on another plane it's on another, uh, probably in the, in another universe, probably where it is. So it's in a, it's operating in a multiverse parallel to ours. Exactly. Thank you, Elon Musk. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are you talking said we about. We're gonna lay back, you know. <laughs> hey, let us know. Write in. What do you all think about multiverses? Let us know. We'll let Brother Pound read through those and. Get them in a list for us to address this here. No, don't write in. You don't know what you're inviting right now. 
Hey, Brother Pound has nothing but time. You know? <laughs> so um, we're thankful. I, I do want to say that what we want to talk to Pastor Urshan about is very relevant to to all of you that are listening today, especially the generations that are coming on, because we want to talk about uh, how that uh, – secularism is yes. really trying to encroach and influence the apostolic church and try to find ways, uh, especially if you're in college and in different areas that you have to go through in your continuing education, uh, find, uh, find some foundational footing where you can negotiate in the, in these waters of, of, of deception, uh, in this last day and still, and and still make the destination of whatever's in your career or or wherever you're going. Uh, we have people in the Bible we referred to them before, and I think in the last episode, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, yeah. uh, Moses, in a secular world, became one of the greatest leaders that God ever used in the Old Testament. So, looking forward to that time with Pastor Urshan. We gotta we gotta do it. We gotta clap. So, other than that, we're just gonna we're gonna close this podcast out, and uh, we're gonna come back to you the next week with a little little more. But we want you to to be a part of this, uh, however you can be. If it is just going to the podcast and listening to these messages, get it, young people, get it. Talk, right? Uh, DM us, text us. Yeah. Get us on Instagram. Let us know the message that really impacted your life and how it impacted you. Talk to us about it. We want we want some feedback on this. Okay, so that's that's the homework assignment this week. Uh, tell us which message impacted you. We're losing the subscribers. School started. We have homework right now. <laughs> All right, y'all. God bless you. We love every single one of you. And we're going to catch you on the next one. Peace out.